The leaders of Canada's major political parties have unanimously condemned the Hamas attack on Israel. A senior advisor to a Liberal cabinet minister shared an Instagram post condoning Palestinian revolutionary violence. Just days after the deadly Hamas attacks on Israel, which killed hundreds of Israeli civilians, jubilant pro-Palestinian protesters staged a large, unsanctioned gathering outside Toronto's Nathan Phillips Square on Monday. And I'm Noah Jarvis. We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. Leaders of Canada's major political parties have unanimously condemned the Hamas attacks on Israel that have claimed over 100 casualties to date. Terrorists fired thousands of rockets into Israel from Gaza while dozens of Palestinian gunmen infiltrated Israeli territory on Saturday in the largest attack on Israel in two decades. Hamas terrorists targeted Israelis by murdering, raping, and even kidnapping many civilians. The death toll has reached over 1,300 as fighting continues. Conservative leader Pierre Polyev was the first Canadian party leader to comment on the attacks, denouncing the, quote, sadistic violence in a statement Saturday morning. The condemnation was echoed by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, who called the attacks unacceptable. Later Saturday morning, NDP leader Jagmeet Singh weighed in on what he called the, quote, horrifying attacks. Further, in light of the recent events, the Peace Tower in Ottawa has been illuminated in the colors of the Israeli flag, and the national flag of Canada is flying at half-mast from Monday until sunset on Tuesday. So Noah, this was a shock to a lot of us over the weekend. You know, many of us here in Canada were at home with our families celebrating Thanksgiving, and especially For Jewish families, this must have been extra terrible. While it's good that Canada's political leaders can come together to support Israel at this time, have you seen any instances of Canadians or Canadian organizations in particular supporting Hamas's terrible, inhumane attacks? You know, Cosman, while this weekend most Canadians watched in Israel with horror what was happening over there, uh, there are a few organizations and a few types of people in Canada that do uh, support the raping, murdering, and kidnapping that is going on in Israel by Hamas. For example, the leader of some of Canada's uh, teachers' unions, or just unions in general, for example, the leader of some of our Canadian unions are supportive of the quote-unquote revolutionary violence that is uh, taking place in uh, Palestine and Israel. For example, Fred Hahn of CUPE, the president of CUPE, uh, came out and issued a statement in support of the hashtag resistance, uh, even though uh, innocents were being murdered and gunned down on the street. Um, he thinks that this is a just sort of uprising. Anthony Koch on Twitter pointed out that the uh, Twitter journalist Rachel Gilmore also came out in not uh, open support of the protest, but she did like posts on Twitter that were supportive of 
the quote-unquote uprising in Palestine. It's disappointing to see that Canadians are supporting uh, gross acts of terrorism like this, but it just goes to show what the left is willing to condone. I think the uh, natural question that's going to come up when parliamentarians return to the House of Commons today and the rest of this week is how far Canada's support to Israel will go. Will we provide economic aid? Will we provide military aid? Now, being a realist, um, I understand that Canada's ability to provide aid at this point is pretty limited. After the pandemic, you know, we are suffering from our own economic woes. We have a massive trillion dollar debt. But not only that, we have gone to, this liberal government has gone to defund the military by about a billion dollars. You know, we've sent some supplies to Ukraine, but I wonder what's left, both for our own service members, but also, you know, potentially for Israeli Defense Force members who could use this in their operation against Hamas. So what do you think, Noah? Will Canada be providing military aid to Israel, or will it be uh, more on the humanitarian and economic side? While Canada definitely has to come out in support of Israel, I'm not sure uh, sending military aid to Israel would be helpful. Israel has a very powerful army, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Israel's army is more powerful than even Canada's army. And Israel is well-funded from the United States. Their Iron Dome system that allows them to shoot down uh, the vast majority of rockets sent into their country by Hamas, it is fully funded by the United States. Israel is a strong country despite their small stature, and Canadians should do everything they can on the sidelines to help. But I'm not sure military aid is necessarily the most helpful way to uh, help Israel. To be honest, after all these years and what I've seen on the left, both in, in the Liberal Party and the NDP, I'm not surprised. There are elements uh, within the left individuals who do support Hamas, either privately or sometimes openly in this case. Although many leftists are sympathetic with the Palestinian cause, so to speak, some of them view violence, and particularly violence as a means uh, towards revolution, which is essentially the dismantling of the Israeli state. I mean, we need to be honest what we're talking about here. They view that as the necessary outcome of the Palestinian cause. So I think it was only a matter of time before certain people within these parties came out and showed their true colors. And we're quite frankly seeing more of that every single day, um, even as we see some of these horrific accounts of what's happening is in Israel uh, people just seem to ignore it. They they think it's okay as long as it promotes their ideological ends. A True North exclusive has revealed that a senior advisor to a liberal cabinet minister shared an Instagram post condoning Palestinian, quote, revolutionary violence and using a hashtag calling for the destruction of Israel. Brandon Montour, who is listed as a senior legal affairs advisor to Liberal Crown Indigenous Relations Minister Gary Andesangri on the federal government's employee directory, also shared a post supporting Palestinian liberation through, quote, whatever means necessary. 
The same day as Hamas's attacks began in Israel, Montour shared an Instagram post saying, quote, Revolutionary violence is not terrorism. It's a fight for liberation. This post was shared from a Marxist-Leninist proletarian feminist account. The post contained three other images, including one of Hamas terrorists capturing Israeli soldiers and one that read, quote, Resistance doesn't happen only by violence, but violence is the mainstream. Montour did not respond to several requests for comment by True North. However, shortly after True North reached out to him, his LinkedIn page was deleted. The views expressed in the posts shared by Montour are contrary to the position taken by Canada's Liberal government, which has denounced Hamas's attacks on Israel as terrorism. Cosman, after the horrific images that we've seen coming out of Israel, how can anyone in Canada see those images and come out in support of Hamas? Well, it doesn't reflect well. I mean, it's hypocritical, to say the least. And I think it's important to point out that while there are certain people who are committed to the most extreme and vile aspects of support for Palestine, uh, not everybody is in that basket. But when we're talking about the crimes committed by Hamas, these just like unspeakable acts against innocent people, it, it, it baffles me that the first response from some of these individuals isn't just denouncement, isn't just saying this is wrong, these people need to be persecuted, they need to be resisted, and they need to be driven out because, quite frankly, it does nobody a favor, uh, the Palestinian people the least. You're right, Cosman. I believe that people who support such terrible acts of terrorism, uh, these people have to be ideologues. And it's ironic that the left is always accusing the right of being, you know, extremists who are pushing the bounds of acceptable political discourse. But, you know, you have people within the government, uh, liberals, leftists, who are supporting a very, very extreme terrorist uh, group. So how does that really reflect on those who are constantly accusing others of being extremists? Just days after the deadly Hamas attacks on Israel, which killed hundreds of Israeli civilians, jubilant pro-Palestinian protesters staged a large, unsanctioned gathering outside Toronto's Nathan Phillips Square on Monday. Organized by the Palestinian youth movement, the march titled All Out for Palestine began at City Hall and ended at the Israeli consulate in Midtown Toronto. Demonstrators held signs that read, Smash Israeli Apartheid, USA is a terrorist, NATO is Nazi, and move Israel to Florida. Despite the protests being unsanctioned and unpermitted, Toronto police allowed for stretches of Queen Street and Bay Street to be shut down as protesters climbed scaffolds, stood on top of bus stops, all while escorting the protests towards the Israeli consulate. True North's Harrison Faulkner reported from these protests. Hi there, miss. Reporter with True North, what brings you out here today? We're protesting against the genocide and apartheid happening in Palestine and the liberation of the Palestinian people from the Israeli warfare. A lot of uh, prominent politicians and people have tried to call the, uh, get this protest to be cancelled in the wake of what happened Saturday. They say that it's a, it's, it's a gathering that's celebrating what happened on Saturday. It's not a 
evolution of what happened on Saturday. What happened on Saturday needed to happen in order to free the Palestinian people from 73 years of occupation, genocide and apartheid. And that's what we're here today to do. So in your opinion, does, does what happened on Saturday, uh, is it justified based off, in your opinion? Yes, it is justified. After 73 years of occupation, it is justified. Resistance in any means necessary. Anti-Israel gatherings in the wake of the Hamas terrorist attacks have sprouted up in Montreal, Calgary, Ottawa, and Vancouver throughout the weekend. Speaking at a solidarity gathering for Israel, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau doubled down on his condemnation of the protests in support of Hamas's terrorist attacks against Israel over the weekend. The glorification of death and violence and terror has no place anywhere, including especially here in Canada. So let me be very clear. Hamas terrorists aren't a resistance. They're not freedom fighters. They are terrorists. And no one in Canada should be supporting them much less celebrating them. So it's tiring to point out liberal hypocrisy, but I'd like to bring up into everybody's memory how Prime Minister Justin Trudeau treated the Freedom Convoy protesters in comparison to how he's treating protesters who are out there in support of a internationally designated terrorist entity, that is Hamas. Have these protesters' bank accounts been closed? No. Has the RCMP been called in to, you know, mass arrest these protesters? No. So there is a double standard here. And while Trudeau might condemn these protests verbally, he did allow them to happen. Now, personally, I don't think, you know, any protesters, if you're out there, you know, not committing crimes should have their bank accounts closed, but I think it's worth mentioning the response and the discrepancy in how the Liberal government treated, you know, Canadian citizens who were out there just fighting for their freedom, as opposed to certain elements of the population who are out there supporting a terrorist organization. Many Canadians are concerned when they see these protests out on the streets. I mean, it looks like, you know, stuff you see in, in Iraq or, or Syria, you know, these victory laps after they've bombed some innocent people. They're out there screaming with, you know, bandanas on their face. Do you think, Noah, that Trudeau has gone far enough in condemning these protests and sending a message that this is unacceptable in Canada? You know, Cosmo, I think uh, Trudeau has tried to make it, cle- make it clear that he is supportive of Israel, but you're right to point to the discrepancy in response to how he is responding to these pro-Hamas protests and how he responded to the Freedom Convoy. I mean, the Freedom Convoy was a protest in response to a domestic policy that the federal government and the provinces had implemented. And these policies were generally not supported by half of Canadians. But nonetheless, Trudeau felt it, you know, fair and just to come and shut these protests down with extreme and radical 
force. And, you know, it's a good thing that Trudeau isn't resorting to this type of anti-democratic, anti-free speech practices when responding to protests now. But it does go to show that he does have this double standard when it comes to protests. And these protests are, are not comparable to the Freedom Convoy. These are protests in support of a terrorist group, an international terrorist group. So it, it would be great for Trudeau to make it clear that he has learned his mistakes from the Freedom Convoy incident and that he will not be going around shutting down protests again, including the Hamas protests. But, you know, Trudeau doesn't really like to admit to his faults. So I'm doubtful that'll ever happen. Now, it's important to note that, you know, I don't think that the plight of the Freedom Convoy and, you know, can unvaccinated ca Canadians as bad as it was is equivalent to, you know, the, the death and, and marauding and, and, and the rape of Israeli citizens that's happening right now. But it's important to point out this discrepancy in response. And I would suspect that Trudeau is well aware of some of the, you know, support within his own caucus, within his own party, you know, within his own support from the NDP, uh, for Palestine and even for Hamas. Noah, do you suspect some of that, you know, awareness that there are people on his side who support this is kind of holding him back? I think so. I mean, Trudeau, in a very cynical way, appeals to ethnic groups based on, you know, their group identity and certain facets of their religion. You saw that in 2015 when the Harper government tried to bring in the quote unquote Niqab ban and the Trudeau government rode that to uh, a majority government in part. That's the reason why they won. But at the end of the day, the Trudeau government does try to appeal to um, ethnic groups, including the Muslim community. Uh, but the fact of the matter is that Despite Trudeau's appeals to the Muslim community, some uh, some of the Muslim community in Canada, not all, and I'd say the majority of Muslims see this as deplorable, but some of the Muslim community in Canada is supportive of radical, uh, quote-unquote, revolutionary violence uh, in Israel. And it will be interesting to see if in the next election campaign, Trudeau tries to sweep all these matters under the rug and still try to appeal to the, uh, the Muslim vote uh, while ignoring Palestinian extremism that's it for today folks don't forget to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know plus the andrew lawton show will be live at 1 p.m eastern today and ratioed with harrison faulkner will be airing today also at 6 30 p.m eastern time thanks for tuning in don't forget to share our work with your friends and neighbors and if you're able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news.